genre. podcast where we talk about last week's comics my name is adam sheehan and i'm here as i always am well you know sometimes am with the usual voices on this show sean batik what up casey crawford hello and rj bite hey as a courtesy i want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler heavy podcast if you haven't read last week's books yet we're going to spoil those for you so i'm going to give you timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything that you need to skip our top story this week is the death of dr strange number one by friend of the show jed mckay lee garbett and antonio fabella that's a good little name drop you did there it's fun we get to say that (laughs) any opportunity we get to do that i'm I'm gonna do it i'm gonna jump on it hell yeah I like it. So, Adam, how was your vacay? It was good. It was relaxing. Yeah. Um, Did you get enough sand? I, dude, I, we've always joked about sand in my comics, but I got fucking sand in my comics this time. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so fucking good. Like the, what, the, the cover of one of my books just got scratched to shit. So, so it, it's almost sand. like, uh, uh, life imitates art. It's, it's well, like yeah. this self-fulfilling I, I, prophecy that we've created. It is. I, I went the extra mile. I was like, I'm only bringing trades this time. I'm not bringing single issues on, on this trip this time. Because inevitably, someone's going to put a drink on one. It happens every fucking time. So I brought trades, and then my trades got all scuffed up. <laughs> they're well loved. Uh, they're the also battle worn. They're worth nothing. They're they're yeah. worth as much yeah. as you care about them. So yeah, trades th- or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just shows that you've read them, which is good because yeah. that's what they're for. <laughs> I burned through a bunch of stuff on my on my Comicsology account too. Like I I read every single issue of Sam Keith's The Max. Oh, nice. And that's I can fun. say finally now that I've read all of it unequivocally, I have no idea what that book is about. <laughs> hmm. Cool. Good to know. Neat, neat, neat. Uh, what was your favorite thing that you read uh, on your vacation? Favorite thing? I, I finally got around to reading. Um, did you hear what Eddie Gein done? Oh, it's so good, right? Which was just just spectacular. It was spectacular. It was. It there was something about the brevity of it, though. Like, there's so much of that story that like didn't end up in the book because obviously. But, I feel like they weren't trying to harp on the gory details because everyone yeah. knows the gory details. So they were like, mm-hmm. here's all the weird esoteric shit around the gory details, which yeah. I appreciate because it's just like, yeah, I don't need to know how many nipple belts he had. We, we, we've been new. <laughs> but, Let's not go down that road again. <laughs> that being said, how many did he have? One. Never have just one? <laughs> just the one. Amateur. But I also, I also brought with me um, the first volume of the, the Hellboy Omnibus. Oh, that's a good one. And I kind of, I I picked the best way to read that on a trip where I just read like an issue at a time here and there. And it was just, that's such a great way to consume Hellboy. I think that's why I really like those omnibuses because you could really just pick up, I'm going to read this story and you can put it down. Yeah. Yeah. They're really self-contained, but they're like, there's some connective tissue in the omnibus, but you can really kind of just come and go with Hellboy, which is nice. It's great. I I started Batman Zero Year, but there's some that book is huge. That book is so much there. And it's dense dense. too. There's a lot going on in there. I recently uh convinced Zach to finally read Hellboy because it's so it's so much his shit that it doesn't make sense that he had never read it. But he finally did and then and then went down the rabbit hole trying to figure out the proper reading order and I'm just like don't just don't just that's that's why the omnibus volumes are so great because they are in reading order. But they are in reading order if you aren't 
considering BPRD and Ape Sapien. Because that's yeah. a, that's the thing he went down. He's like, well, now I got to get this Ape Sapien volume. I'm like, nope. oh, you really don't, my dude. It's it's okay. Like, I will get they, you. They fill you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you the Ape Sapien volumes because they're also very good. But, like, don't do this to yourself. Yeah, because then you have to read all the BPRD and it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, yeah. And then whatever that lobster johnson and oh yeah all yeah all of that nonsense i mean lobster johnson is fucking amazing don't talk it shit. is it's, yeah it just has this whole mythos around it which is awesome but like you don't need it which is you can still enjoy just hellboy yeah 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 um without doing all that you can enhance your experience there's a lot of homework to be done if you really want to yeah. be that guy but you can read just hellboy and still get a really good reading experience yeah yeah yeah. god what else did i i feel like i i, I brought a lot of books and ended up not reading a lot of them. I, I, I read through um, Rock Candy Mountain. Again, I can read that book three times a year. That book is fantastic. Oh, it's so much fun. It holds up every time. Um, yeah, it, just a lot of just random digital shit. I need to do a comic reading vacation. Not a vacation from reading comics, but... <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, I was about to say. Like, well, we just had that, because yeah. we were off for a week. But the Max was a wild ride. Reading, Binge reading that entire saga was weird. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> to put your head in some strange places. It does. And it, that was the book I would read when like everybody went to sleep, because I, I have revenge bedtime. So like I have this gigantic <laughs> vacation house to myself, and I'm just sitting in the dark reading Sam Keith instead. Revenge bedtime. <laughs> You can't tell me what well, to do, mom go, and dad. Or when you just go on a vacation with a bunch of people who go to bed way earlier than you. I still ended up going <laughs> to bed like four or five hours earlier than I usually do just because there were three children under three on this trip. Right. So sleeping past sunrise was just not a thing it that wasn't was, an that option. was po- yeah. possible in this house. So, yeah. So, so what you're telling me is that you didn't actually go on vacation. You went to prison. <laughs> no, I went on vacation. I, I had a lovely time. Okay. It's just my, my internal clock got a bit screwed up. Yeah, that'll do it. it. By screwed up, I mean like I had a normal person's bedtime. I was going to say, you, it got reset to normal for a couple, for a week. <laughs> it only took me like in the morning. two days to screw it back up again. So. Yeah. Well, I'm proud yeah. of you. I realized that was when I was getting older when I, my bedtime was like, it's like, 10 30 i'm like man i should I should be getting going oh, i should be no. getting ready for bed now i refuse to go to bed before midnight you can't fucking make me i don't care how early i have to wake up i also conveniently have a job that i don't need to wake up until like at the earliest 8 a.m so you know i'm gonna say that one definitely informs the other like i'm not allowed to have mm-hmm. a real person job because i'm not waking up before 8 a.m you're not allowed <laughs> that's why i got my thumbs tattooed i'm just like no i'm never just tattoo my hands. I'm never going to an office. I'm never doing it. And now that's fine. Now no one gives a shit. But that was the goal. It's true. That was the, the good end point. game. You just have to look professional from your chin up. Well, I don't do that either, so it's fine. That's true. <laughs> You're a mess. You're a mess. You I'm tell those birds to move out of my hair. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do it. Oh, man. So, uh... I have to tell you guys and the listeners about the fucking bonkers day I have had at my fucking job. Oh, boy. So, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, I think, like, the full moon that we had, like, last week, just, like, we're getting, like, the, the, like, ripple effect. carryover. Yeah, we got got the the, the hangover from the fucking full moon because, like... It was a beautiful full moon. Yeah, it was, but shit's fucking bonkers today, and I have no explanation for it. First, (laughs) this lady comes in, no mask. And you know me. You all know my 
opinion on on non-maskers so i immediately I'm like, do in fact know you casey yes uh so i'm like ma'am do you have a mask and she's like you know you're breathing in your own oxygen and i'm like well first of all <laughs> that's, that's not how the human that's not works. even that's not even true even if it were like <laughs> i mean uh, if you were if i was a tree maybe that would be how it worked but i also still not because yeah. they hides don't oxygen mask well, of own air yeah, and then and then she tried to go into this thing where she's like, "Well, you're vaccinated, right? Why'd you get vaccinated?" And then they tell you to still wear the mask. I'm like, "Cause we've been doing this for two years, and you people refuse to do either. So we just have to keep doing the fucking work." And then she's like, "She's like, oh god, what did she? She said something to the effect of like, oh, it's get it, it's killing you. Wearing the masks are killing you.'" I'm like, "No, I've been wearing this for two years, and the only thing killing me is this conversation." Um, and oh. then she then she went on to say that the government is run by satanists and that they're trying to kill us at oh, which true at which and she, also she's getting like very aggro about this um, God, i wish the government was run by satanists right no that'd one, be so much no cooler one would have this conversation and not get mad through it well she was getting aggro at us so then right, me- no, no one like no one calmly goes you know the government's run by satanists <laughs> yeah yeah, no, no one has like, a rational. Like a parting. It's like a like a uh, while they're out the door, you know. By the way, See you guys later. <laughs> so like at at that point, me and Brian are just like, okay, all bets are off, and she's just like, you better be careful. Judgment Day's coming, and we're just like, woo! Fucking Judgment Day's coming! Can't wait for Judgment Day. And we just start dancing, and and she's just like, are you actually Satanists? And Brian's like, I don't believe in. <laughs> I don't believe in God or the devil. I don't believe in anything, lady. I don't know what to, what to tell you. Um, yeah, so that was that was the first crazy bullshit fuck thing that happened. Uh, the next was I answered the phone and had a very awkward conversation with an individual, and at the end of it, they said, "You look very nice today." Cool. I'm just gonna let that sit. Thanks, bro. I don't know what that means. Does that mean he was already there? Does that mean he was staring at me from outside? Does it just mean that he's that awkward and didn't know how to end a conversation? I have no answers. Only questions. West Craven shit right there. Yeah, I have no no answers. I only have questions. Um, (laughs) It's coming from inside the house. (laughs) (laughs) It's just just Brian fucking with you. Yeah. No, he was watching my face go, what? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I'm sorry, sir, what? Um, Can you repeat that? If I had to no. take a guess, it was simply that the person was like so incapable of having a conversation yeah. that they just like Yeah, it's like uh You it's said like enjoy you- your meal and they said you too and then <laughs> Yeah, like on. when you go to a concert and they check in your ticket and like, Oh enjoy the show, like, yeah, thanks, you too. And you're like, Oh well, they you're not can, they're, they're you're not there. gonna see the show. You're out, my soul you're out here. every time that happens yeah, to me. Because it's just reflex. Y'all yeah. ever do a um uh, you're welcome and no problem and mix them together and say your problem. You ever do that one? That makes me want to die. I, that I makes said, me want to fucking die every time. I said good the other day. I, I started great and to good. Say, yeah, I started to say great and then changed my mind and went to good. It's not great. Now it's, now it's neither because I said yeah. good. Um, yeah, it's like good. Actually, no, terrible. It's it's going very badly. Um, and the third, the third bad shit bonkers fucking thing that happened was a dude came busting in the store like a full-grown adult man wearing a children's stealth Spider-Man suit from Far, uh, far From Home uh, oh, mask. Like a plastic mask. Nightmare. <laughs> but it was a plastic children's mask, so the only thing that it wasn't covering was his mouth. And we're like, my guy, do you have an actual mask? Do you need points at it? And we're like, no. <laughs> That's doing uh, nothing. I can see your mouth. Me, 
against <laughs> everything, okay? You That's need to so get a good. COVID mask or get out. <laughs> Casey, I'm going to be I'm going to be reading the shops Yelp yes. reviews. Oh my god, please read the Yelp reviews. Please week. read the uh, if that lady leaves a Yelp review, I'm going to fucking print it out and put it on the fridge. I'm yeah, so fucking excited. That's fridge-worthy. Today made me go fucking completely insane. So that's where we're at. That's the baseline, and I apologize for anything that comes out after this. <laughs> You've been crazy, though. But, so, like, oh yeah, boy. that's the point. Like, this is worse. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> it's not great. It's not great for no. us. <laughs> well, now that we're a quarter of the way into the episode, does anyone, uh... Are first we... of all, I missed you guys. Uh, it was it was nice. Yeah, um, missed you, too. Sorry, I killed my own segue. <laughs> Yeah, you really just said fuck this segue. But uh, I missed I'm you guys. I missed else. you, the listeners at home. Uh, it was a blast <laughs> editing last week's episode. But oh, and you and uh, you got a gift from the listeners. We should talk about that. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. in my pull at, at at our local comic shop a gift from one of our listeners. It's a, a signed copy of the IDW first issue of Usagi Ojimbo. So yeah, by Stan the guy Sakai. So uh, yeah, our favorite Stan. Shout out to Brett. You're the fucking man. Uh, good dude. Good, good customer. Good listener. Good friend. <laughs> yeah. This, this show is for you, Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free of charge. <laughs> it's on us. This, this one's on us. This, yeah, this butt's for free you. Free of charge. <laughs> I'm drinking for you this episode. Uh, yeah. You were just These already drinking. Are, it's fine. These beers are for you, Brett. <laughs> All right. So back to that segue. Who has a comic book to talk about? Nobody. I don't. I don't even know what's happening anymore. Oh, hey, what's up, RJ? <laughs> Where you been, buddy? <laughs> RJ puts up with a lot on this show. Yeah, um, that's worth mentioning. Yeah, we're a lot. I, that's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess it's me. <laughs> All right. Uh, my book this week is X-Men number three by Jerry Duggan, Pepe Larraz, and Marty Gracia. We, we get... We get some high evolutionary that shenanigans. motherfucker. He's, yeah, this fucking guy. He's the worst, and I love that, like, he just, this is, this is maybe the best book that I've read with him, uh, because I don't think anyone has ever made him a credible threat, and Jerry Duggan kind of just plays into him being, being, being a goof, and, but he takes himself so seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. Does. He's got a dope spaceship, though. Yeah. And it's and fucking sweet. Elephant soldier. Um, you mean Tesla fin? Yep. The <laughs> combination of that was he need- such a stretch. Like, <laughs> I love him so much. Like Jerry Duggan pulled a hamstring with that one. Dude, the mistreatment <laughs> of elephants and Tesla had me fucking die. Yeah, that's such that a good. That's such a that good fuck awesome. Einstein joke. Or not, <laughs> uh, not Einstein. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, uh is it Edison. Edison. Thomas Edison. You know what I mean? Edison. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. We're a comic book podcast sometimes, not an inventor podcast. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. So the X-Men are like in Vietnam and they're waiting on the high evolutionary. Uh, like the ship is like landing and he's like, uh, he has an iguana man introduce him. He's the high evolutionary yeah. bids your greetings. He has witnessed you. I was like, thanks, thanks, Iguana Man. <laughs> Appreciate you, buddy. He's got a whole like zoo uh, full of a zoo crew creatures. He's got a zoo crew. Yeah, yeah. He's got they're, a zoo crew. they're kind of like brute force, where they're like mechanized animal warriors. Yeah, because he's got like we a- three, but like way sillier. Because he's, he's got, got a like whole a- motif. So brute force. Yeah, he's got a 
He's got a fucking shark. He's got a giant crab. He's got a gorilla, a fucking like ox thing, elephant, and a bison. Yeah, yeah, bison. Like, dude, he's got some dope ass fucking animals coming in his crew. You know what he doesn't have is Al- the little owl boy from Turtles. Oh, well, I love him. He's too small or to go. I into hope he's battle. okay. I haven't seen him in a minute. Owl boy would <laughs> kick the high evolutionary in the nuts and then <laughs> just, just right, in, right in the balls. <laughs> right. Oh my god. So anyway, uh, the high evolutionary is like, yeah. So I've I've solved I've given you guys a gift. Um, you know, humans' time has kind of just passed, <laughs> and uh, I'm just trying to make you know your last years pleasurable. So he gives him this sphere that contains a virus that's going to make everyone sterile. I like so I was can't... just like, it's like humans are terrible, am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah, it's like right. I'll kill them all for fun. <laughs> and they're like, I guess it wouldn't He's affect them. Wrong. Uh, it wouldn't affect the mutants technically, right? No, it wouldn't. Because I think that's why he's offering it to them. Yeah, right? yeah. Because so that they can take over the planet officially. That's that's yeah, his whole human- thing. Yeah. 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 So uh, I just think the way he proposes it, it's just like, and he's, come on, guys. He's, yeah, he technically thinks he's doing them like, it, like that. It's actually a gift. Like he thinks he's like, yeah, you're welcome. Like, yeah, we're gonna get rid of them before they completely destroy this planet. <laughs> yeah, because that's always been the X Men's goal was supremacy. <laughs> right. Right. I, right. I just love that he's like villain monologuing, and then yeah, ro- uh, rogue like fastballs or something into his face. <laughs> this was such a good rogue issue. Oh, yeah, he's so cra- good. Yes. Yeah, she just cracks it like just. Beats the shit out. Yeah, like, good thing he can take a Hulk-sized bl- whooping. So. Yeah, blindsides him. <laughs> also, um, there was that weird, uncanny Avengers book that they tried for a while after um, Avengers vs. X-Men, where yeah, the Unity didn't, book. didn't like the mutants too much, so they were like, well, let's put the mutants on the Avengers to make their public appearance better. And it was uh, that team... And then um, Rogue ended up getting tortured by the High Evolutionary during that run. Mm-hmm. So they like play up that animosity. Um, I really like that Jerry Duggan is like bringing up Uncanny Avengers because I feel like no one has mentioned it once since it happened. Like it's just yeah, like this best. That's his best laid that way though. Let's, uh... <laughs> but, but but Jerry Duggan has that way of bringing up like obscure stuff from the past that people either forgot about or kind of skipped but making it relevant in in like seems a like cool there's way. a lot of um writers going right now that have been doing that yeah. especially in like the x-men lore like it's like we're bringing this shit back and we're gonna make it cool i mean it also McKay like was talking about that when we interviewed him too of yeah like, exactly yeah. It's also like not like crucial that you know that they make a they they do a really good job of catching you up. It's just like oh this guy tortured sure. broke. That's all you really need to know. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. You know you get the story right away, which is great. So you do you get both pieces. Like anyone who knows deep X Men lore, it's like oh neat. And anyone like me, it's like oh cool. I know why she punched him. Like we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. It still it still yeah. works on like every level. You, I love. You it. don't need to know about the High Evolutionary. Exactly. <laughs> I just know he's a dick, and that's all I need yeah. to know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the the rogue punch kind of just started everything, and he he unleashes his animal warriors, and, uh, <laughs> and just gorgeous splash page the here. Tesla the, fit, like, yeah, the Tesla. He fit. attacks Cyclops. The Cyclops is like the X Men love elephants. What are you talking about? <laughs> Scott in this issue for some reason is like he's like off model, but 
He's like Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, and it's very I, strange. I don't know if he's off model. It feels more like he's kind of back in the swing of things like they used to be. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he, definitely he like playing up the campiness because like, yeah, at one point someone's yeah. got him in a headlock. He's like, I was going to get you any minute. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the like Hoxpox stuff is him kind of being stoic and like having to put on a face for being a leader of the new Kokoa era. And now mm-hmm. he's kind of like able to he's he's settled in yeah now. well yeah, yeah i mean that i think that was the first couple hickman uh hickman issues of x-men too like mm-hmm. right after hoxbox where it's like i'm just gonna go on an adventure with my kids and it's like this feels really silly but like that's the point right yeah and we got go a lot of that scott and, and cable too yeah yeah, yeah. That's like true. with him eating the cheesesteak and yeah <laughs> i'm gonna live on the moon and just Bang everyone else that lives up here. <laughs> He's just got his own fuck palace on the moon. He gets to spend time with his kids. He's living his best life. Yeah, dude. Good for him. So, the, the, uh, the fight doesn't go the greatest in the X-Men's favor. Oh, shit. He's got an alligator, too. Sorry. He does. I just noticed he has an alligator, too. This guy's got some dope animals. Oh, man. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, it doesn't to go To be fair, though, everything Peppy draws is, like, dude, yeah, just like, the most incredible... The yeah, these pages, these action pages are awesome. Yeah. There's this okay. interesting like dynamic between um Sync and uh High Evolutionary where yeah he calls it he like likens Sync to Prometheus and you know stealing fire from the gods and um he he calls him more powerful than Rogue and I feel like this is uh Duggan is kind of like taking the um the setup from Hickman with like the vault stuff. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a grander story that they're all wanting to tell with sync in general. Oh that, yeah. Where this, it kind well, of like kicks it off. Especially because like, like the powers from one of the people. Yeah. The one of the, his, like not the animal cronies, but like he steals the power from his daughter or yeah. whatever she is. And, um, then no, it's, his, have, it's his daughter or, and, or like he calls her daughter. Cause he's, yeah, creation kind of like a but Thanos steals his power, thing. steals her powers, and then he's just like, okay, but, but I, but I have a, I have a kill switch for that, so he just shuts him off. Doesn't, which is kind of fucked up in multiple ways. <laughs> <laughs> like sucks for Sync, but also like I'm pretty sure she probably didn't. Well, know there was about a that. there was a really great moment where like they're they're retreating, and then Polaris is like. Hey, hey, did you know that daddy had a kill switch for you? And then <laughs> yes. like, yo, did you see her face? Her face was so good. Yeah, like it was, this is a very sassy episode yeah. uh, issue. So the, the High Evolutionary mentions that he just wants um, Sink's skin. He'll, he'll leave if Gross. that's what happens. And there's this <laughs> moment where it's like Lara, Lara like cuts him in the finger, but they're like holding each other. And it's like, oh man, because she doesn't remember anything from the vault, but he does. Oh, and it, yeah. The, yeah. The tension yeah. is like, is real, real good. Um, Forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I cannot wait until that story gets more flushed out because like he has loved her for an eon and she doesn't remember. That's a lot. Yeah. So they yeah, just, for those of you just joining us, they got stuck in some sort of like time loop thing well, it's like a, they're it's stuck like, in the vault where time moves much um it's like a hyperbolic time chamber yeah, yeah so it didn't move around the outside world but like because of their powers they can basically live forever yeah so they and basically they, they like live fell for in thousands love of years and yeah. they lived for like like five thousand years or something insane like some yeah, some absurd crazy. amount of time but and he then, remembers it and she doesn't yeah because yeah, she's the only he's the only one that made it out alive oh right yeah from the mm-hmm. resurrection protocols Got yeah, it. Yep, yeah 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 exactly 
Yeah, so uh, she wasn't backed up before she got rebooted. Anyway, yeah. Exactly. So yep. Sink ends up giving his blood to Walmart Mr. Sinister, which, you know, I, you can't imagine <laughs> is a good idea. <laughs> Walmart Sinister. That's pretty good. I, they even, that's like the opening of the book is a is a data page that's a quote from Mr. Sinister. It's like High oh. Evolutionary is just a knockoff He keeps off calling him mate. Herbert. I love yeah. it. The, fucking great, the Kirkland dude. brand Mr. Sinister. <laughs> that's pretty good. But still, like, that can't be good. Like, at... at at a uh, minimum, you're going to end up with, like, a weird sink animal hybrid. Yeah, this dude's, hybrid. like, talking about how he wants to take these powers, and I'm like, well, don't give him, don't do that. Well, yeah. yeah. going to turn him it's, into a rhinoceros or something. And Sink even says that, like, he turns to, to Scott, and he's like, was that, was that a bad idea? Should I not have done that? And and he's like, is that going to come back to bite us in the ass? And Scott's like, oh, absolutely that's going to come first back to bite First time with the evolutionary. Yeah, yeah. Oh, first, <laughs> first time. First time, huh? <laughs> oh, today we'll blow back on us, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah, he's like, he'll come back, and then we'll beat his butt again. And, you know, <laughs> that's why we're the X-Men. And then they're invited to dinner by people who are like oh we love the avengers <laughs> there's this really cute moment with like um rogue taking a selfie with some of the younger mutants and all of the the people it's so fucking the, cute yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's great this page is awesome oh so Jean, there was this talk that she had with high evolutionary high evolutionary was like the cause of uh Araco and certain events that the mutants did kind of domino affected stuff that's to come mm. and she's like is that is one of them the the fungus guy from the uh that's taking <laughs> bets on who's gonna murder the x-men from the in game world from right? the first two issues yeah gotta say yeah. seems like a fun guy does he i don't know there's not much room for that joke oh oh, <laughs> uh, oh. fuck off <laughs> Dude, I just, I just, I just caught what what RJ just said. That there's not much room for that joke, RJ. Oh. A round of applause. <laughs> if we're gonna do well the, if we're gonna, all right, it's fine. We're good. We're yeah, good. knock off Mojo World and game, fucking Game World. Yeah, Game World sounds like the lamest fucking place. It does. I don't know. It also sounds great because it sounds like Jabba's Palace, but in space. Yeah, it's being run by a space. fungus person, so, you know, no, it can't be that it's great. It's like Jabba's Palace, but, like, on Twitch. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh. Like, I would hate it there. <laughs> I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna make any more jokes, because I'm gonna... This is bad. Anyway, uh, so Gene and yeah. Scott are like... Uh, they're like, maybe we should split up, um, and Gene's gonna end up going to... Uh, to Game World, but they have this telepathic rock paper scissors match. That was to, uh, great to decide who's going to go where. How could you um, possibly win any kind of game of rock paper scissors with Jean Grey? Well, yeah, and he's like, "You promise you don't peek, right?" And she's like, "What? No, <laughs> yeah, how dare you? What? Never? Of course I do." <laughs> uh, yeah, then, then the ending is fucking wild. Uh, yeah, shit. Yeah, so we we get a scene with um. The the guy who's jealous that the mutants went to Mars before him, they and he's, he's still building um, rockets. He's got a whole wa- rocket warehouse. Um, hey man, everyone's got everyone needs one. Yeah, man. you know, gotta keep and your then, rocket somewhere. Uh, and then yeah, so the last scene is this is Ben Eric um, on the bench, and uh, he's approached by an anonymous source, um, and. It shows that Cyclops clearly died at a specific <laughs> he, time. He got shot real good. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, 
so he's like, yeah, you know, uh, I look forward to reading about mutant resurrection in the Daily Bugle. So we kind of end with, is Benner gonna gonna rat out the X-Men? Well, he even hints that he was on the right track, and basically this dude dropped him the evidence that, that put the, the puzzle, the last piece of the puzzle, because he was like, your story's right, and this is why. Yeah. Like, so he was on, he was figuring it out anyway. But also, like, you Which know, I think is interesting. he lives with, like, people that come back from the dead every, every single day, yeah, so. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine living in That's New York point. City and Marvel Universe. <laughs> the, uh, it's like, you're very one, surprised. Yeah. Page yeah. one, mutants can Daredevil. come back from the dead. Page two, water is wet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not gonna shock that many people. <laughs> yeah, right? Yes, page three, Spider-Man, Menace. <laughs> yeah, right, Menace? exactly. Question mark? I yeah. guess, I wonder Boring. if we're gonna, like, are we gonna see people, like, lined up outside of Gates of Krakoa, like, wanting to resurrect family members and stuff? I think that could be a... That's probably the storyline that they might be going with, yeah. potentially. Well, yeah, it'll I be, feel like it's gonna be... interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Because they've made a point in, all the, in a lot of the other Xbox to talk about, that's the one thing that they can't let people know about. Yeah, like other during, than, during Trial mutants, of Magneto, they, they like hid yeah. it from mm-hmm. the Avengers and shit, yeah. Yeah, they're like, do not tell these people that this is a thing. <laughs> oh shit, if Vision's gonna find out that they could resurrect Wanda and didn't, and that's going to be a huge fucking Even problem. though she's like already back, spoiler for Trial. Um. <laughs> for this week as well, yeah. <laughs> not really. A form of her. Something, something is, back. is back. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally not either. Yet, so mis- you just spoiled that. It's totally <laughs> not. It's totally not Mystique and or Hope. Ah. Uh, yeah. Something's going on. True. Um. Because they. F- yeah. Whatever. We don't have to talk. We're not talking about that issue. That was good though. It was. Really it was a good issue. issue. <laughs> it was a good issue. You Sorry, should read Adam. it. Adam. <laughs> but still, I mean, they they still lied to Vision about that, and he's going yeah. They lied. To they straight up lied to the Avengers. <laughs> Yeah. They do that all the time. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Come on. Captain America. Yeah, but like, we go back and Avengers are nerds, okay? <laughs> fucking nerds. <laughs> they are, though, aren't they? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking narcs. Well, Captain nerds. America guy. <laughs> um, I got nothing. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Not nothing. Something. Speaking of fucking nerd, Sean has a book. Wow. Yeah, there we go. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what this show has become. Take that, Sean. We're uh, spiraling into madness, RJ. We 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 were there. We we had done been at the bottom. We done been. <laughs> so we got Once in Future number twenty by Karen Gill and Dan Mora and Tamara Bonvillain. Um, Yo, this book is so fucking pretty. We haven't talked about Once a Future in a while. That's I a feel like we talked about 19. I feel like we just talked Maybe about Maybe we did, but it's been so long. This book is bonkers. So they're in Otherworld. Otherworld is well, in England. Sorry. England. Sorry. England is now Otherworld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. They're somewhere. Um, it's fine. And they're, and they're going to the Grail. Basically, they've decided to, instead of holding up in the uh, in Grand's retirement home, they all get in a, get in a bunch of cars with and drive to the Grail Castle because basically in legend that's like one of the hardest places for Arthur to find. So they should be safe there in theory. And I like how they're driving down the road. They have this truck with a giant bell that they on stole it to from try a to church? keep <laughs> that they stole from the church to keep the fairies it's away while you they're driving. Church bell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I, I love the whole bit where she's just like like uh, what is this? Are you sure that this is what keeps the fairies away? And she's like, I can't hear a thing you're saying because the bell that keeps the fairies away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, my God, the colors, like, 
Bob Dylan keeps getting better, and I yeah. don't understand. It's crazy. The, it's like walking into a candy shop. There's just <laughs> color everywhere, and it's gorgeous. It's She's an I mean, absolute master at what she does. She is. I need, it's like sunset yeah. all the time. It's the yeah. it's most gorgeous coloring I've ever seen in a comic. Yeah. Yeah, then like right into the next page, we have the... The Battle of the Arthurs. Oh man, it's so cool. So we have we have the Arthur that our protagonists have been fighting, and then just like since there's so many fucked up mash stories together, there's just another one with his their own Merlin yeah, and Lancelot can, and everything. That can't go well. There's no so way. This, that and can like go this well. is just like what's going on in Tank Girl right now with multiple King <laughs> Arthurs. It's just, it's just bonkers. But like kind of talking about the colors, like they have these two like a like a split page where one it's like this barren wasteland. And the other one's just like this lush countryside just showing these two Arthurs. And it's just like the, the line work of Mora plus the colors of Bond. It's just a match made in heaven. It's it's so pretty. This is this is um, such a great masthead, man. I mean, like, what it's, a it's ins- Yeah, it's crazy. Because so naturally they fight. So Arthur's like, yeah, fuck this. This is my land. Raises an army of the dead. And a couple of episodes ago... Ish- episodes. We keep doing issues that. Ag- well, this fucking comic reads like a goddamn anime, so that's... <laughs> um, we met this new Lancelot that kind of looks like a water knight type of guy. He's fucking dope. Um, basically just slays well, he's been an entire... Around. He, he's, he's been around for a few he's issues He's been around now. for a few issues, but he's actually on the new Arthur's side. Yeah, because he's Lancelot. That's Lancelot. He's, remember he's the, the good Lancelot. Yeah, remember yeah, yeah. the the end of the last issue where I was like, no, that's yeah. Lancelot. It's because their character designs look so similar. Yeah, there's there's two of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, yeah, there's. But the, this this uh, good Lancelot has been in the story before. No, no, no. Th- yeah. this is the yeah. So this is a Lancelot. This is the first Lancelot we saw, but <laughs> okay. he's yeah. on the new Arthur's side. He was he's he's a traitor now. Yeah, he's he has switched yeah, at yeah, this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. This, that's why this book is confusing. It's <laughs> weaving all of these myths but in and out of each other. But he just takes on like 10,000 skeletons and just <laughs> dispatches them with, without a second thought. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fucking awesome. Um, in between that, we kind of have a conversation between Gran... Um, fuck, what's his name? Duncan. Duncan and, and, his, and his lady friend. Rose. Rose, thank you. You're the best. Yeah. Um, she basically is like, we got to go get my parents. And she's like, we're not leaving. Like, we're going to go get my parents. <laughs> well, first, first, Grant is like, where are they? And she's like, in Bath. And she's like, fuck. Because Bath is <laughs> yeah. literally one of the oldest uh, cities in uh, England. And it has, like, more lore than anything else. It is just steeped in myth. Yeah. Nah, yeah. That seems like a bad idea. <laughs> and then they kind of go into this history and kind of talking about how everything got kind of crazy and was just like, they had the best intentions for this plan, and then like uh, his mother and everything. They talked about like pure. having a child and like having a child. Yeah, and, like his her daughter who was um, you know it has been in this and sacrificed herself for the for this evil Arthur. And then like once she found out about the plan, she's like, "No, fuck this! You're not doing this." Freaked out and ended up shooting her husband, and that kind of like spiraled everything. And that's why like they don't. You know she's distant from like her family, and that's why she ended up with Duncan and sh- all that stuff. Oh, um, yeah, that's that's interesting. She like because she thinks like that's what caused the rift between her and her daughters. Like I didn't want any of this to happen. We all just thought we were doing the best thing for our family, and it just kind of spiraled. And then that's kind of Duncan's just like, 
family is really important. We're all just trying to do our best. And Rose's is, he's like, Rose's family is in Bath. And she's like, uh, fine. <laughs> we'll go get her family. <laughs> this is stupid and I don't like it, but fine, whatever. She was like, you, you didn't have to be mean. She's like, it was leave or punch her. So I walked away. It's like, oh, that's very big of you. <laughs> um, that's, that's emotional intelligence. She's learning, you know? Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then basically, so they leave and we cut back to this dope ass Lancelot just fucking up these skeletons. And then she, he bows down to their version of Guinevere. And it's like, I don't even know how to describe this. Just like, it has like, you know, traditional medieval gown, but like she's just like glowing fire out of her face. Yeah. Just like almost like she's like an energy person. It's fucking awesome looking. <laughs> Um, and uh, didn't in the regular, uh, the, so the first Arthur and that whole lore that we've been dealing with for 20 yeah. issues, yeah. didn't Duncan's mom become Guinevere? She, she was Guinevere, She was Guinevere, yes. So is, yeah. is there a potential that this spooky, glowy Guinevere is Duncan's mom still? Could put maybe an alternate version, mm-hmm. potentially. She's almost like an angelic version, if it's a better But I, I, I think the term. fact that we don't see her faces might be intentional. It could be intentional, yeah. absolutely. It could, like, and that then, like, she could have also switched sides. And Merlin's like the opposite. It's like, uh, there's like a cowl, but it's like completely sh- uh, shaded. He's like that villain from Noctera. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like literally, yeah, just you just see teeth black. and eyes. <laughs> yeah. So, and at the end of this, <laughs> uh, so they're going to Bath, and at the end, we have this awesome splash page. Um, so they're looking into this town to figure out what's going on. And they're looking through, like, a sniper scope. And then Grant's like, yo, everyone, do not fucking look. Because there is a, there's a Mandusa. <laughs> Mandusa? <laughs> so- it's, a, it's called a Gorgon, you fucking Philistine. This is so fucking cool. Because now we just kind of broke open the, um, the myth door yeah. for mm. anything. But, yeah. so, nope. I, I mean, we already this. had Beowulf, so, like. Well, we were still in English lore. Right. Yes. So in uh, English stories this and is mythology. So cool now we're because, in something um, else. This is so cool because it's in Bath, and Bath has this temple to Solus Minerva, who is um, the is this god. And th- on the temple, in real life, on this temple is a carving of a gorgon that that's awesome. Is a male that no one knows what the character is. But see, the thing that's interesting is because <clears throat> it, it uh, because there's no like character for it in greek myth um people actually don't really know who the who is on the carving some some people don't even think it's a gorgon some people think it's neptune or oceanus the titan that uh was the father Mm. of neptune but there's also a chance that it, it looks almost identical to other pictures of the celtic god of the sun um belanus um Whoa, so cool. this one it's probably this, it's probably that this one carving in real life has multiple myths attached to it so i wonder i'm sure gillen is very much aware gillen knows that gillen um, for sure knows that gillen lives uh, in that temple reading probably. about a lot of this shit <laughs> so, how these symbols I, are connected it's probably the oldest celtic one so i, I just wonder <laughs> if we'll see other like because it's we see the gorgon but i wonder if we'll see like the other interpretations of that that carving well there could be there could yeah there could be because there were you know, i was actually reading about this in this like whole book and shit like there are pieces of these myths and a lot of them all stem from like the same celtic 
white goddess myth so it's probably a celtic lore celtic god that appear in all these other places that represent these other mythos well, so so i yeah. really hope this this book dives more into celtic shit because that it sounds like it might be interesting too because solus minerva is a combination of two different uh god like a celtic god and a greek god put together because they it was like in, right the they were just when, like, all right, she's both now. Yeah, when, but, when the Greeks colonized Ireland, they're like, sure, sure, sure. It's the same way that when they like when Christianity right. was getting big, they're like, yeah, uh, your your holiday can be on our holiday, and then we'll just so we'll the, just both. Yeah, so the, it was already there. Yeah, so exactly. the fact that yeah. the fact that Solus is a Celtic god kind of leads people to believe that the the That's carving cool. is a Celtic god, but Minerva is the one who had who turned Medusa and wore Medusa's head on her shield. So right. it could be a gorg so like there's like so many ways to people have been debating who this carving is for such a long time that like it's so interesting that we get to see uh the Gorgon part of it and yeah. like now, now he's, who knows where this book is going? <laughs> who he's the cracking fuck knows? open the history books. Like Karen Gillan's a nerd in the greatest way possible. You know what I mean? He's really digging in the lore and the stories that are surrounding this country and like the the symbols around it. Like this definitely like it's like a superpower at this. Yeah, point. <laughs> and based on what RJ just said, like that was not this particular piece being in Bath was not unintentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm That's one hundred percent. We only have yeah. one page yeah. so far, and I'm just so I have so many questions. Yeah, first cool. cameo really appearance cool of issue. male Gorgon, just Celtic yeah, male Gorgon. Yeah, exactly. By the way, Ma- Mandusa is my new burlesque name. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's your pretty beard good. turns into snakes. <laughs> oh fuck, dude, that would be incredible. That would be dope. <laughs> all right, well, I've got a book that's a major tone shift from all that, and I'm ready oh, to yeah. bum y'all the fuck out. You're ready yep. to get bummed out. Oh god, this I book guess. was a bummer. <laughs> I fucking guess. Just, um, so yeah, I have uh, Batman Secret Files Miracle Molly. Uh, it's a one shot that kind of just dives into her origin story. It is by uh, James Tynan the Fourth. Art by Danny and colors by Lee Luridge. Lowridge. Love me some Danny art. Yeah, love me some Danny art, and it fits so perfectly with Miracle mm, Molly. It like really it just does. like the vibe just just it just hits, you know. Yep. Um, so the book starts with her breaking into a like swanky high-rise apartment of these like ultra billionaires that live in Gotham and it's her and her unsanity goons just like hey we're gonna take this you're gonna shut the fuck up and no one gets hurt cool cool and as they're (laughs) as they're doing this the like it's like a a mom and dad and like a like their son like uh, sitting at a dinner table and the son's like Mary Mary is that you is that you Mary I know that's you and she's just like uh what and yeah, so then we get a flashback to oh, who Miracle Molly was before she was Miracle Molly. So if this was a bummer, yeah. So so real quick, <laughs> if you are just joining us in the in the whole Batman stuff, um, the Unsanity Collective is a like tech anarchist organization that um you when you join, you essentially you you consent to have all of your memories wiped so that you can be your uh-huh. true authentic self without the trauma of your history um yep. and then you're like free to like live outside of society pick, shackles and then you just pick your own name you pick your own name yeah and then you start over again exactly yeah. um so crazy yeah um but this book <laughs> that, makes a, a very that's, strong that, that's argument. an option i should say yeah, yeah. sorry it's crazy like they, this dude's like yeah i got this shit yeah. come call me i mean it's, it's like, fucking uh, batman what? come on there's a, there's a fucking ice guy and a penguin guy yeah <laughs> that seems way more plausible <laughs> to me though a lot of shit going on here um 
There's an ice there's guy. There's an ice guy. <laughs> Could have hung out with the ice guy. Yeah, there's a guy that fucks penguins. Yeah, I think <laughs> great. The there's this lady is... who's just criminally into plants. Like... <laughs> That's me. She just is a plant at this point. Yeah, that's Casey at this point. Um, but yeah, so so we get we get a flashback to Mary Kowalski, who is just like I love the co- the color shift that happens where it just turns it's like so, really muted tones. So drab, and she's yeah. just like struggling to get out of bed to go to work, and her and her boyfriend oh, is just like, okay, honey, her husband. husband. Yeah, sorry, her husband is like, hey, honey, you got to get in the shower. You're gonna be late. And she's like, okay, fine. And then she's. She's at work and she's an engineer for this company that's making like robotic eyes. I'm assuming for like you know um, uh, Helios Robotics. Helios Robotics. So yeah, they're, and they're making like um, uh, transplant like uh, artificial eyes and shit. And she's so she's got these plans that she's really excited about and she wants to show her her boss. And her boss is like, "Okay, honey, um, why don't you put that down and do what you're told? Because yeah, you know that whole not, sh- shut the fuck yeah, up. Shut the fuck up and do what I tell you. Um, yeah. So that's that's unfortunate." Uh, and then we yeah. get a lot of like her doldrums life, uh, you know, like uh, like wash, rinse, repeat kind of like her, you know her going to work, her eating dinner, her watching TV, her very reluctantly having sex with her husband, her yeah, you know that. that oh, God, that's sh- every time they showed that, I'm like, oh it's my just, god, it's just I'm one getting panel. So much more sad. It's so much. It's just one panel, and it's just her looking all forlornly as as yeah, he's on top of her. She's clearly miserable yeah. about everything, and that seems to be the worst part of her day. Ugh, yeah, it's like fucking Christ. That's not. Man. That's not. Uh, that's a red flag. Um. Yeah, it's not. But good. then after postcoitus, she gets up and goes to her what he keeps calling like her like little lair. Um. And and she's got this whole computer set up because obviously she's a computer engineer and. And she's been secretly watching um, Master Wise's videos on the Unsane yeah. Collective. And Under it, her handle. Yeah, it, yeah, Miracle and her, her handle on the message boards is Miracle Molly. Um, so, yeah, he basically is breaking down the ethos of the Unsane Collective, and it's really hard to disagree <laughs> with it in a lot of ways. Yeah, especially with someone who's going through... Yeah. Basically, she's going through the motions of life. Yeah, and, and basically he's saying, like, you know, like, uh, society's giving the illusion of freedom by drowning you with choice so that you don't even grasp that they're defining the limits of your own expression. And, like, there's, like, tons of shit like this where he's just, like, your life has been commodified and nothing you yeah. do actually matters because you're doing what they tell you to, you know? Um, even if yeah. it feels like you have a choice, but like, how happy is this world that they've made for us? How happy are you? And uh, it seems to be the only time that she smiles is when she's like watching these videos. Um, so there's a really bad splash page that's just all of that. And I like how throughout this, as she's having these thoughts of like, now this is fucked up. She's seeing Miracle Molly in reflections. Yes, yeah. Every time which is, that she thought it was really every cool. time that she's thinking maybe I should get the fuck out of this. Miracle Molly is in uh-huh. some kind of reflective surface, just like yes, fucking let me yeah, out. Let's fucking do this. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was really cool. Uh, but <laughs> this this page, I'm just I'm just gonna read a couple. Um, and I apologize in advance for if he makes is if it makes dinner? you feel away. Um. Is it isn't there part of you that just wants to scream every day that feels the weight of this broken system <laughs> being thrust upon your shoulders <laughs> that you will never make your life any better? What but what options are there? <laughs> it's like the system may have worked for some some decades and decades ago, but it has rotted from the inside out. It has made you feel helpless because there's no reasonable way to resist it. And I just want to <sighs> die, my dear. That dudes. does make me feel away. You were right. <laughs> yeah, this book speaks <laughs> This this book speaks to a part of you for sure. Uh, 
uh, yeah, we're like living through the fucking apocalypse, and that 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 page makes me feel a type of way. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, then we get the page of going through the motions and and whatnot, and um, she goes to dinner with her horrible step parents, and they're basically talking about how like her body isn't her own anymore. You're gonna have kids. Stop give, should, give up your career. It's not going anywhere. And have a yeah. kid. Quit like, quit all yeah. of your dreams. Like, oh, you gave it a shot, honey. Nice try. You failed. Go have a baby like you're supposed kind to. Of like that. Well, you know, we talked about this. It's like, bro. But like Come honestly, on. the only person that is even a little bit considerate of her feelings is her husband. And I That is true. And I, I think that there's there. part of like her guilt in all of this is is ditching him, but he's so entrenched in that. I don't think she could have because in the back it. of his mind, he's like, she's like, he he wants to be supportive, but at the end of the day, he's basically saying, "You time to hang yeah, it up." Well, you 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 know what I mean. You bought into this life by marrying me, so now you have to do the Ex- thing that yeah. we're obligated to do. And like he yeah, realizes yeah, exactly. that that's a burden, but he is yeah, like it's and that sucks and it's bullshit, but it's not necessarily his fault. You know what I mean? Like he's just sure he's kind of towing the line of like the status quo, which is the whole. He's thing. trying to be supportive, but he's very clearly yeah wants they have different expectations yeah he, of this he just wants to do the thing that he's supposed to because his parents keep telling him to you know what i mean exactly, literally yeah. the thing that master wise is telling her like hey is this making you miserable nope. stop doing it yeah um <laughs> so then we get like the real breaking point which is her going to work with her like notebook of ideas and just busting into like the the manager's office and being or like like a, like a conference room and being like look i'm brilliant you know it. Here's my ideas. They're fucking brilliant. You're gonna use them because I want to make a fucking difference in this world. And this, you can tell this is her, like, last attempt at, like, salvaging her life. Because if, if mm-hmm. she can do this, then she'll have made she a difference. everyone wrong. Well, she, she will have made a difference. She will have actually achieved her goal and been, yeah. you know, like, like changed the world for the better, you know? Because she's got some brilliant ideas. And they're like, they just immediately fire her and not only do they fire her they take her notebook and be like oh this is proprietary property because you kind of came up with it on our our you know in our building so while you work yeah, yeah, yeah. even work because they because they confiscate her home shit yep too. yeah so it's, so it's basically you worked here so anything you thought about is ours yeah, yeah it's fucked up and it's it's like yeah you signed the contract you knew what you were getting into like what the fuck dude so fucked up <sighs> so brain theft like any reasonable insane person would do she breaks into helios robotics and tries to steal back her ideas and ends up thought, murdering her boss i thought this scene was going to turn a different way and i'm really happy it went oh, the way yeah. it did no, I'm, I, I thought this was going a very mm, almost dark i know she ended up killing him but like i thought it was going to be much yeah darker. the thing you're thinking of would have been darker and i kind of was like please don't please don't <laughs> yeah that's what i was thinking mm. too <laughs> but yeah no she ends up murdering his ass uh good riddance <laughs> kill your boss um what <laughs> <laughs> right uh, did i say that, what? Was that? I, oh, sorry, I said what? the quiet part out loud um so <laughs> no so gods then, no managers <laughs> uh so yeah so then she just literally runs away and like sleeps in the subway because what the fuck else are you gonna do after you murder your boss and um well she and then she reaches out yeah to she the reaches out to the unseen collective yeah. and is like uh anybody i don't know where to go please help me and she gets a note that says like go to the arcade in the narrows and she consents to having her fucking mind wiped, and she does it. And uh, when she wakes up, she looks at her work, her her book of all of her like notes and all of her ideas, and it says Miracle Molly on the front. She's like, "You can call me Miracle Molly." Yeah. Um, but yeah, then it then it cuts back to present day, and it's her like fighting with her ex husband, 
and he's like, you have responsibilities, and like you were so, like, where did you go? And like we've been worried sick, and like why could you can't just do this? And she's like, my only responsibility is to build a better tomorrow on the ashes of the world that men like you ruin for the rest of us. And she's Fuck like, yeah, yeah, and and he's like, Mary, if please. There's ever a Casey panel? Right, that was it. Right. <laughs> um, and he's like, Mary, please, this isn't you. And she's like, sorry, but it is. It really, really is. It's like it just bounces out fucking, on the dope ass glider they got. Fucking giant drone. It's fucking. Thanks, fucking awesome, boss bitch. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah, this is this is very much my shit. Uh, <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Yeah, I read this issue and I was like, this is gonna be Casey's pick. I'm not. I'm not much of a cosplay <laughs> person, but I'm really starting to think I should invest in like Zumba tights. <laughs> Yo, I was throwing. You out weren't th- totally sold on this character at first. It was literally just the bright colors. Literally it. Like that's. Yeah, like, I dude, hate this character, but I hate the character design. And I've gone full circle. I'm in love. I I will endorse Zubas. They are comfy as fuck. Oh, I've fucking best. I've invested in only like leggings. I'm just starting to only wear. I'm like wearing leggings as shorts and leggings as pants, and no one can fucking stop me because the world is collapsing. I, I might as well be comfy. You know what also, I mean? Yeah. I don't also, have, skids yeah. are back, which were basically just Zubas but with back pockets, and I'm all about it. <laughs> That's how you do it, dude. Because yeah, I don't go to the office, so I wear basketball shorts and sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it, the, it's awesome. Don't don't make me go down the uh, rabbit hole of complaining that even women's leggings don't have pockets ninety nine percent of the time, and that makes me want to die. But <laughs> yo, Christina bought sweatpants that had big fucking pockets, and she was so fucking hyped. <laughs> she was like, "I had to go downstairs, and I had this, and I had like my phone, look, look and my at all switch, these I and all this, carry. and I just shoved it all look in my pockets, my, and it was awesome. <laughs> my infinite things." <laughs> yeah, dude, I remember Jacko's. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. Holy shit. Uh, it's amazing. I forgot about Jenko jeans. They're coming back, man. Are they? Yeah. They shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I, I Who told them that was okay. They're they're just like find a middle ground. Just There's got to be the a middle ground between skinny oh. jeans and Jenko jeans. Oh, boy. It's, it's yeah, all they're called um bell bottom flares and they're the worst. <laughs> mm, so we tried that and it didn't it's a work. Bad either. fucking call. We need I lived through the 90s. We need to go forward yeah yeah, yeah yeah we gotta keep going <laughs> rj wants to talk about the next comic oh i meant with fashion <laughs> but also that's true. Fa- fashion Either is cyclical way. though forward is it sometimes is. backwards and uh, well, yeah no bell bottoms were a thing in, yeah, but for it. bell bottoms were a thing in the in the 70s and then again in the 90s uh because but we don't need to do Janko jeans again <laughs> that's all i'm saying <laughs> but we're doing bell bottoms whether you like it or not and i, I it makes me just want like i ain't if they officially cancel um like mom skinny jeans i'm just gonna light myself on fire like that's yeah, the dude, really the end mo- for me fucking mom dude, i used jeans, to have dude. a pair of jenkos that i could fit a two liter bottle of mountain dew in the back pocket i thought you were gonna Jesus say fago i really hoped you were gonna say fago i mean it might as well have been <laughs> oh, no God. i never went down that path the greatest thing that happened to jeans was stretchy denim <laughs> yeah that's all i'm saying all right that's the best thing that's ever dude, happened jeggings to jeans. <laughs> dude they were make dude jeans that are stretchy okay, denim now, now we need and to it's go forward fucking incredible <laughs> incredible yeah we're at the hour mark <laughs> come on let's go all right okay <laughs> all right so i guess moving away from 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 Jenko jeans somehow uh to tights we're going straight to we're tights. Going, we are actually going straight to tights the tightest of tights Gone, we've got forgotten. nightwing number 84 <laughs> yeah. by uh tom taylor robbie rodriguez and adriano lucas hmm Loving these Fear State tie-ins, man. It's great. So, um, we get a uh, we get some 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 di- dickos back to uh, Gotham. 
sure he's, does. He's lured back to Gotham. He's lured back he to sees, Gotham. Uh, he sees floating um, cop UFOs, and he's like, you know what? They probably need my help. This is I this love these... seems like a bad idea. <laughs> I love these first two pages of him dropping the dog off with oh, his so newly found sister. Oh my god. And everything. It's so good. It's like, what just happened? It's like, oh, well, you brought a puppy within 20 feet of children, so you don't have the yeah. puppy anymore. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, the puppy's fine. Yeah, he's like holding the, the puppy in one hand and a bag of chow in the other, and like the next panel, his arms are empty. It's like... <laughs> But she says something like, I, "I'm sure, I'm sure she'll do better than the goldfish." And he goes, "What happened oh, to the goldfish?" No. And one of the kids goes, "What it deserved." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Take that dog away from that fucking serial killer right now! <laughs> it's like right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, and not Damian Wayne, like Damian the fucking Omen. Yeah, yeah, like that kid. Yeah, that kid is either gonna be a serial killer or that was the world's most evil goldfish. What did the goldfish do? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. He I mean, knows what he just did. The goldfish was actually. Yeah. Behind the um, blockbuster 9/11. murders, nine eleven. Actually, he doesn't <laughs> know what he did because a goldfish only has a ten second memory. <laughs> that is a myth. That's of course it is. I was that's a movie. Like, I was waiting for <laughs> the you to goldfish well is blockbuster. That has to be a that has to be a movie with a do goldfish. Do you fucking murderer. see how many fish are behind me? Am I not going mean, to not correct the you? The listener at home doesn't. But we does that make you, you a movie how many, biologist? How many murders have those fish committed? <laughs> they don't remember zero so far but, yeah, but you, you know. have to remember for them plausible <laughs> that's deniability that's what a goldfish has perfect exactly. assassin exactly perfect assassin this is my movie <laughs> this is my movie oh my god so anyway i mean this regardless of what this goldfish did it's dead now, now we probably have to, we have to tweet tom taylor and ask what the goldfish did yeah, what oh my god, do? yes. And yep. what were we the do. We absolutely do. We should fucking get a screenshot yep. and ask him. Done and done. Ab- done, yeah. and done. So, yeah. so uh, getting back into the plot of things. So uh, Dick gets a message from from Oracle, like uh, basically an SOS, like you have to come to Gotham and help. And he's like, I should go check out what's happening. And as we know, that wasn't Oracle. Because right. Obviously. Oracle, Oracle got, got hacked. hacked she got hacked horrifying. Horror. If Oracle yeah, can that's get not hacked, great. fucking anyone can get hacked. That's why you should turn on two-step authentication. <laughs> this is a PSA. Of, yeah, Oracle, Oracle didn't have Oracle didn't, Oracle have, didn't have multi-factor did, authentication did, or, turned Oracle on. Oracle doesn't have two-step turned on. Like, come on, come on, come on. What are you doing? Babs. That's fucking amateur hour, Babs. Babs. <laughs> she got she got What's too that? cocky. It's not Rose yeah. Barbara. I'm sure, she had fifteen step authentication. Right? Yeah, I, that's why it's a joke. Requires so, uh, a blood sample just to get in there. So Dick shows up at Gotham and is like, "So there's fucking UFOs now." Like, yeah. His his first the- instinct was like, "Yeah, it feels really fucked up to be like saying that I'm going to save Bloodhaven and then like immediately abandoning them." Then he gets to Gotham and he's like, "Maybe I should stick around and see what they're doing wrong, so I don't do that." Yeah, maybe police <laughs> UFOs are a bad thing, and I should help here too. Yeah, maybe maybe a robot police state is a no no. Let's not do this. Yeah. <laughs> So he uh, uh, fights some some bad guys or s- some cop robots, I guess. <laughs> like you said, bad guys. Bad guys. <laughs> and then who shows up but Batman? Because of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get yeah. some dynamic duo action, some back to back, and you know, it's great. It's great. I love it. Doing the Batman and Robin thing, and it's fucking great. I love these action sequences. They're so They're good. So I- well done. I just love that they're like they're in Crime Alley and um 
uh, Dick's like, thanks for the help. He's like, yeah, I mean, I saw you could have handled it, but I, I, my parents died in this alley. I wasn't going to let that happen to my son. And I was like, no. oh my God, it's adorable. Yeah. Also, the that fact that Dick, line. the fact that Dick didn't realize it was a trap when Barbara called him to crime alley yeah. might have been a bit of a, a red flag. It's a red flag. Don't, don't go to a crime alley for any reason. What if, but like, I, I feel like at that point though, like if, if he gets a, a message from someone's from Oracle saying like, Oh, come to crime alley. He's like, that sounds like a trap. I should go check and make sure Babs is okay. What yeah, if, what I should go, the, I should go fall for that trap on purpose. What if the hack yeah. Oracle's like really bad at, uh, like text to speech and it's like crime <laughs> happened in alley. And it's yeah, spelled like, wrong. I guess whoever I guess whoever's impersonating Oracle knows Bruce. Like why why else would they go to Crime Alley? Well, because no. it's called Crime Alley. Also, it's <laughs> public knowledge that they know who Dick Grayson is. They know he was a ward of Bruce Wayne, and they know that's where his parents uh, were killed. Well, there it is. So it's or, an easy or thing did to he just thoughts. go to Gotham and he just ended up in Crime Alley? No, he was definitely. No, because the the message says um, go to, go to whatever the real estate agents are calling Crime Alley now is like what you go Park okay. Row. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, he was called specifically to there I, for sure. I just had a thought. So if every if if everyone basically knows that that Dick is Nightwing, aren't they going to be like, know, yeah. well, wait a minute, what about Bruce Wayne? I feel like it's but like they, one they of the worst know, kept though, secrets. Or did he? Nobody knows that Dick is Nightwing. I don't know where y'all are getting this. But who? But whoever? No, I'm saying. It's an easy like whoever hacked they could know. Oh, like the like they knew they were contacting Dick Grayson, not Nightwing, and then Nightwing Correct. shows up. Then that's what then I'm you figure out that it's Bruce. <laughs> that's possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it could and then be Nightwing that too. And Batman show up. It's like, oh, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wonder who these fucking idiots are. Like, <laughs> yeah, just like how yeah they have this trap. Nightwing goes. Batman shows up, and they just beat the snot out of these dudes. It's great. I love these action sequences, and the the whole story is told like in action sequences with like, um, soliloquy boxes. It's fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So, Batman kind of brings Dick up to speed, like, oh, that definitely was an oracle. <laughs> you know? Yeah, let me, let me drop you off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't believe you fell for it. She, <laughs> yeah. You, you gave her your credit card? <laughs> he's like, he's like Babs is fine. I, she, I, I can hear her eating a cheeseburger in my ear right now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> She's typing and eating somehow all the time. <laughs> She doesn't know where the fucking mute button is. <laughs> so he goes and meets up with Babs, and she's just kind of like, you know what? Fuck this. I can't really do any good from this seat anymore. Like, I, my cover's blown. I'm, I'm locked I'm, out of I'm my shit. I'm locked out of all this. Yeah. I'm coming with you. We're going to fucking do this shit. And we fucking. get this fucking awesome reveal of her in, in a bat woman or batgirl costume Batman. batgirl rides again baby yeah babs is back well, i i do want to point out too because like when all of this started with like the the rebirth like everyone um yeah. switching writers took like when it was like tynan and and uh uh tom taylor like took over there was a moment where she was just like yeah i'm just gonna be oracle for real now but like i still have the bat the, the batgirl suit like i can do that anytime but yeah like, she was batgirl for a little bit but well, she's like, batgirl in new 52 and she was batgirl because she got that experimental spinal recovery thing she's like i don't know how long it's gonna last so but and i could still do a lot of good being oracle. yeah exactly so like yeah. it was it's not 
like shocking that she's Batgirl, but it's pretty fun. <laughs> it is. It's great that she's coming back because she's like, yo, I'm going to go bust some fucking heads because someone took over my shit and I'm tired of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's still pretty badass in both angles, which I love that you have two like... This one person who's two almost very different characters mm-hmm. when it comes to like how they approach get, these problems. Get you a woman who can do both, you know? That's what I'm saying, yeah. But Batgirl in the streets, Oracle in the sheets, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't. <laughs> shut, it, shut it down. But, but um, they are at a disadvantage, though. Like, like I mean, they've got Batgirl in the fray, and she's going to kick ass. But with Batgirl out in on the field, they have no tech support, right? But they have no tech support. Well, they, yeah, it was all shut down. down. Yeah. They have no tech support. They had physical walkie-talkies, and that was it. Yeah. So They talk about it in one of the other Fearsay tie-ins. Like, there's like one frequency that they're on, because they talk about in Catwoman, that they're kind of linked in, and that's well, how Catwoman um, kind of gets brought well, they in. They talk about in Batman, they have Ghostmakers. And ba- and go- yeah, they have Ghostmakers Network, and that's the only thing that they're on, so they don't really need her to be in the, in the clock tower. <sighs> At least until they figure out who hacked their shit yeah. and get them off their network. So... Yeah, the Catwoman time was really good too. That go- that talks about them going into Alley Town, which they talk about just sending all of the peacemakers into there to try to take over the that part of the city. Yeah, it's no it's good. Not great. No good. It's not great. <laughs> but yeah, I like I like how this um I like how this fear state thing is is um is kind of building up. Yeah, it's like, it's this, really well this, done. This is all building it. up to something really big, and I feel like it's going to be great. Yeah, and I'm still trying to figure out who really is going to be... Obviously, it's Scarecrow right now, but we still have that Simon Saint running around, so, like, is this really going to be a Scarecrow thing? Oh, 100% is a Scarecrow thing. So, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) And what does he have up his sleeve at this point? That's the part, Probably, um... Yeah. Needles. (laughs) Probably lots of needles. And hay. Needles and... Needles and hay. I just said hay. That's funny. There's needles in the haystack. Yeah, there it is. Got so, it. like, we got one there. needle yep. and a bunch of hay. And a shitload of hay. <laughs> and maybe, uh. maybe a burb or two. <laughs> All right, let's do shout-outs. All right, shout-outs. Jesus Christ. That's so good. Awesome. I always, I always have to find some, some way to salvage everything. Uh, <laughs> good luck. Yep. So my shout out is Aquaman The Becoming number one by Brandon Thomas, uh, Diego Olorturgay, Wade von Grauberger, and Adriana Lucas. Um, so this was, this is uh, kind of a prequel to the Future State Aquaman book that I really liked. Um, and yeah. they brought Brandon Thomas back to do uh, kind of like the, the before stuff, like everything we've been seeing that's been leading to all the potential future state stories. Um, and Aquaman didn't have a main ongoing. Uh, he doesn't at the moment. So this is um, kind of taking that role, but it's uh, focusing on um, Jackson, who's the new Aquaman. And um, it's great. I love it's. It was kind super of, cute, and I love it, and I'm, it fun. I'm very invested in him as a character in a way that I never was with Arthur, so that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, he rocks. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> it, it was a good first issue. There's uh, super heroics, and there's a fun, like, um, hologram program 
uh, like video game thing that he gets to train. Battle on. room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they got yeah. like a battle room thing. It's fucking cool. Underwater battle room. Yeah. Yeah. It's dope. So, I like it. it. Yeah, it was great. Sounds way better than Game World. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You just jump in a pool and you can fight Dark Side. <laughs> That's way fucking cooler. <laughs> I guess uh, that's me. Mm-hmm. I think. It is. Right? Yep, that's you. Cool. So, speaking of Batman. 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 Batman 113 by James Sinan and Jorge Jimenez. Uh, this is the Big Fear State issue. Tomei Amori did through. the colors. Oh, Tomei Amori. Sorry, I was looking at the masthead on the comic, and I missed that. Thank you. Don't want to forget our colors, because the colors... Or gorgeous. Um, DC is kinda, has like I, all the best colorists right now. They're crushing it right now. It's true. Um, I'm really enjoying this Fear State story. Uh, the Batman storyline is kind of covering him. Like basically, like look, um, Scarecrow took me and had some crazy mind control device. Uh, Peacekeepers hopped up on Fear Toxin and run around the fucking city killing people so we gotta stop that <laughs> and then he meets up uh then he basically meets up with um Ghostmaker, and he's like look i know something's fucked up in my head so here's this like weird experimental thing where we can see each other's minds and they go into each other's brains and then immediately Ghostmaker's like go ahead think think sexy thoughts and it's just bruce hooking up with all of the ladies <laughs> of the, of the past which i thought was hilarious but essentially they they dive through it and they figure out that what scarecrow has done more than fear toxin is he's basically implanted mental barriers that will kind of like stop bruce from doing what he needs to do and like instill that fear upon him through whatever device he's figured out so he's like upped his it was fear it game. was really creepy because they're like in the memory, and then like Ghostmaker says something, and then Scarecrow turns and is just like, "This isn't a memory." And then he's like, is, "Did he just talk to me? Is yeah? Did, can he yeah, see was, me?" <laughs> it's like that's yeah, so Scarecrow really creepy. fucked his brain hard and deep. Also, this we time. got um a flashback with Scarecrow. That's what I was gonna go to yeah. next. Yeah, because Ghostmaker so when cool. he was studying to try to like, because him and Bruce are like rivals, so he was studying. They were separate. He met crane in college and basically thought he was like a weird dude but like he basically just told him the entire fucking plan and he basically he shared that with bruce at this point they're like oh he's he's gonna do that and it's gonna be bad he (laughs) is currently doing that and i don't know how to stop it yeah yeah we need to find him and like um and the the big catalyst is gonna be peacemaker like so they have the the cities and you know, they had the big Joker war. They're all scared, and now Peacekeeper is running around the city. Just He's hopped up and doesn't know what he's doing. He's literally just killing and, people and, with swords. And Scarecrow is in his head, so he's like doing exactly yeah. what Scarecrow wants him to do. So he's that's ju- nice. he's yeah. just so, War Machine on bad acid. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. War Machine I, I, on bad acid is the name of my stoner metal band. <laughs> <laughs> I find it so interesting that uh, they've given... Um, Scarecrow, what is seemingly, at least to him, a noble goal. I don't know. Yes. Like, I guess Crane, usually with the fear toxin, is, like, interested in experimenting with fear. But I don't know if he's ever had such lofty goals as, like, trying to cure a, um, 
a city. Because the idea behind it, it was basically like evolving society. The fear will take over. The city will burn, and what comes out of it will be a better, new, evolved version. Which is like okay. He talks about how fear is an interesting emotion because it is something that, as much as humans don't like it, is something they try to actively overcome. So he wants to do that for a whole city. He wants to make Gotham stronger by. terrorizing it which is and its own his yeah his own twisted which is like such way. a perfect um ethos for crane as a villain but uh, i don't know if he's ever had like that specifically such like a grand vision uh before um if it, yeah he's always seemed much more targeted just like he wants to scare people and like this is what the real world's yeah. like not like I'm gonna do this to make you all better, and you're gonna you're gonna thank me for it. Like this is much grander. It, it makes for him, him really interesting. I yeah, also and, really it, and, just, more, and scarier because there's like much, genocide right. involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also I just yeah, it's not I great. love um I love Batman events that are Batman like uh up a up a uh creek without a paddle. Like it's just like he's insurmountable odds. There's so many he's, Batman events like that, like he gets his back broken or, you know, whatever, but it's just always such an enjoyable angle because he's you know, he's the character that doesn't have superpowers, so seeing him come like figure out a way of situations is always the most interesting from a writing perspective. Yeah. He, he doesn't have powers, but his stick is always he has a plan for everything and when he doesn't it's a much more interesting story yeah for him to like he's because he's basically like he's playing catch-up he's reacting which is not something that batman is normally doing yeah Yeah, like you you know batman's going to succeed the fun part is finding out how yeah and like he hasn't been succeeding in tynan's run honestly and and we saw the future state where he fails so Yeah. yeah he's getting beaten down pretty good over the last that's I, that's what I think the, the, the interesting thing. The stuff. interesting thing with Future State to me is that it's just like it showed us the conclusion before we got there. So now we mm-hmm. don't know if if Fear State is going to end with actually Future State happening or right. if he's going to alternate. Yeah, future. exactly. So like if like yeah. that's what would happen if he lost, but here's what happens if he wins. And like I think that's a right. really interesting thing. Is just like here's how bad shit can get. And now let's now yeah. let's go back and see how. Let's see what we get because yeah. I still think some bad shit's gonna happen before this is oh, over. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like before before this event's over, some bad shit's gonna go down for sure. Yeah. Um, um I have a new number one. Uh, it's Frontiersman number one by Patrick Kindlin and Marco Ferrari. Uh, Image number one's never failed. Yeah, it's so good. I really enjoyed it. It's um. Again, very much my shit. This week had a lot of like, oh, the world's on fire, and we're, uh, you know, we're all just coping with it. So and we all yeah, get went, to I do went it in this, together. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this one's pretty cool. It's like, it basically it, it sets up this world building of um the the frontiersman was this superhero. He was kind of like a Captain America of his own like accord, but he was the one superhero that gave a shit about um like climate change and like helping the environment and like saving the environment. Like, so he was like captain America, but specifically for trees. Um, (laughs) so this book takes place after he's already retired and he is moved out in the woods. They even make a couple Unabomber jokes, which is pretty good. He's like, you know, the manifesto wasn't all bad. Everything before the bombing was like, pretty. Just like, Oh my God, stop talking. Um, (laughs) but he was just grossly misunderstood. Yeah. That's that's never a good take, but, um, 
but yeah, so he's he's just out in the woods and someone comes to find him and like recruit him back into the fight. Um and like go specifically to like save the redwoods. So he's gotta like climb these huge trees. Um and it's just kinda him coping with like yeah, I know they're just trying to exploit me, but like I do, I still need to do what's right, and like I I got out of it because I just I need to live my life. I need to read my books. He's like, I never read any books when I was being a superhero. Um, <laughs> it's really fucking good. I, I really, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I I I empathize. I barely ever get time to read too. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's really good. I I only did it as a shout instead of a pick because I feel like there's a lot of room to build here. Like this is a really great number one with a lot of potential and I really want to see where it's going. Yeah. They gave you a lot here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm immediately very invested in him and his like ex superhero buddies uh, that he meets up with and, (laughs) and is like, yeah, it's got some good humor. Yeah. yeah, It's it's really good. Yeah. His like his friend that he keeps talking to on the phone is like runs a co-op. Like, (laughs) just yeah her bitching about all the people volunteering to the co-op yeah it's it's super good it's yeah the guy he goes to visit it's like you're gonna get me fired like you don't have tenure yet like what the fuck's wrong with like, you? oh yeah no i'm an environmental scientist of course i don't have tenure of course i don't have tenure. i'm the one that keeps going up on the chopping block every yeah. time God. yeah <laughs> i hate this but it, but it was good <laughs> Well, you know, Not at least this people book. are making. I hate yeah, ge- gestures generally around me. <laughs> yeah, so it reminds me of like a serious version of a uh, shirtless bear fighter. Oh yeah, yeah, it's got that. It's got that. Uh, I remember that aesthetic. Because um, like that's essentially what that book was about. But he. But it was silly as fought, fuck. This is he, like this. But he fought bears. Yeah. A lot less toilet paper barons. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but it was basically the, it's the same idea. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, saving it's, it's really from, fun. From evil people, <laughs> saving the forest from evil capitalists. Yep, yep. Basically, <laughs> can't we can all get behind that? You know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, top story, top story already. Yeah. I feel like we just started this already? podcast. <laughs> a, a whole hour it's, and some change ago. It's only seventeen minutes to midnight on our end while we're recording this. <laughs> it's a Friday. We're That's all adults my favorite here. Iron Maiden song. Your bed, your bed, <laughs> your bedtime isn't until midnight anyway. You just said it earlier. It's actually just two minutes to midnight, but it's played at half speed. <laughs> I don't want to listen to so, that at all. Anyway, so four minutes to midnight. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I. I don't want to do the math. It's too hard. Yeah, it's a lot of math. Uh, anywho, math um, is yeah, hard. Death of Doctor Strange by friend of the show, uh, Jed McKay. They, I, I thought this was really fun the way that they handled the the death of, because uh, like literally, people were coming up on Wednesday and asking me like, oh, okay, when's he gonna come back? And it's like, read the fucking book, you you dork. You, you <laughs> That's what the book is about, you dork. He's not um, coming back. Well, he is and he isn't. Uh, I love how this book opens up. Also, uh, Adam, did you notice that he has a statue of Pazuzu in the corner of his bedroom in the Pazuzu! first page? I didn't notice that. It's a, yeah, he's using it as a shirt hanger, which I, I truly appreciate. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I clocked that immediately. Um, but it, but it, you know what's funny is he's, ha- he's hanging like a towel over his face, which is covering up the giant boner. <laughs> that's true that is also Pazuzu probably has a giant boner yeah he does yeah he does good for him, good for him. <laughs> uh, but yeah so uh, the book starts out and it's uh our favorite everyone's favorite marvel character bats uh the ghost dog the, the ghost the, basset the hound the goodest ghost Dude, i love the goodest boy the goodest ghost dog i love even 
even at eternity, your dog wakes you up to go for walks. Yeah, and he's and and Steven is like, ah, you you your biological need to go for walkies has has expired when you did, and he's like, hey, yeah, bro, I I died because I didn't get enough walkies. This walk is for you. Do you want to die at seventeen <laughs> years old? <laughs> that shit was such a good line. It's like I died because you didn't walk me enough. You piece well, of shit. Him, Let's go. His owner. I don't know if you recall, but Steven. Oh yeah, yeah right, Doctor right. Strange was his vet. <laughs> That's you're how right. this all got started. Just fantastic yeah. though. It's like, yeah, I also, died for not 17. That's pretty good. You that was your heart was going to explode no matter what, my dude. Um <laughs> but yeah, so uh there's also there's a really cool uh like uh the 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 monologue that's going on behind uh, all of this is Dr. Strange. Yeah, him talking about Koshai the Deathless. Yeah, 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 Slavic legend who uh you know became immortal by hiding his soul and and Dr. Strange is like, you know, but like Yeah, hiding his soul in a needle. In an egg, in a duck, in a rabbit, in a chest. In a scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> and that chest is, it's like, like oh. in the bottom of the ocean or something? The chest is also Yeah, one. something like that, um, yeah. But yeah, so, uh, you know, goes for his walkies. Go- his day is fucking bonkers. Like, I think I'm his a busy... His day is clut. <laughs> yeah, it's busy, but, like, he seems so fucking chill. Yeah, he's, you know he's I mean? just kind of going through the motions of, uh, number one, he's back doing surgery again. His hands are repaired, and now he's doing... He's back doing what he loves and doing surgery. Then he just... You know, he's on break, uh, up on the roof, drinking his little little coffee or tea or whatever. Drink, just drinking his little coffee. Little tea, tiny coffee. And then uh, <laughs> he sees an explosion. He's like, well, gotta go be a superhero about it. And then he uh, he talks a guy down from, like, being possessed by an alternate dimension that he tried to make contact with. And he's just like, oh, this yeah, is he can see, yeah, yeah, he can see into an alternate dimension that's basically dying. He can I, I hear, just, I just, all he can hear is the screams of a dimension dying. Yeah. It's crazy. I just like j- just rewinding a moment. I like how nobody in New York City is like, wait, is that fucking dog a ghost? <laughs> yeah, no one gave a fuck. Um, can everyone he's see it, the- though? Yeah. I'm not sure how many people can oh, see Oh, that's a good that. point. So th- the alternative is just Dr. Strange walking down the street talking to himself with people are also like, yeah, sure, he's probably talking to a demon or some yeah, shit. Yeah, also wouldn't phase. <laughs> that might be less weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More, more weird or less weird I know weird that, like, Bats has been sure. in other books where other people can see him. Like, he was in um, Black Cat that RJ talked about, and, like, Black Cat's whole team could see him, so I don't... Maybe he can, like, manifest himself. Maybe he can choose he... who sees? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Or it's, something it's like just that. New York City's 616 just that desensitized to just... <laughs> yeah, it's like, all possible. Well, this, this ghost dog isn't trying to murder me, so cool. I guess the ghost yeah. dog is a good guy. I don't care. Um. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a few weeks ago, there was a giant ball of goo hanging over the fucking Chrysler <laughs> building. <laughs> so, like... Oh, that's that's canon? <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, so so he does psychic surgery and, like, removes uh, the, the, the demons from a dimension uh, from this guy's soul. He like he like cuts the connection. Yeah, and he's like, uh He literally does sur- yeah. he does magical surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he's like, uh, you know, uh somebody take this guy to a hospital. He's gonna need to recover. Then he goes to Strange Academy in Louisiana to do a lecture, because of course he does. And this lecture just is conveniently about the way that him as the Sorcerer Supreme is holding up wards that protect He's basically the planet. TLDR, I'm fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's pretty much his but specifically, But he's also like, I'm not going to be here forever, which which really echoes like in the TMNT yeah. movie, this scene where uh, Splinter talks about his mortality, where he's like, look, I'm not going to be around forever, so you guys are going to have to like figure and this shit out. And then promptly dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's why, like, well, that's essentially what I feel like Strange Academy's for, is like prepping these people to potentially, one of them is probably going to be Sorcerer yeah, Supreme sure. or, 
It's a I bum. was getting hard splinter vibes from him in this uh-huh. scene. Yeah, like yeah. It. So he's so he's mansplaining his his job as he's mans- <laughs> he's fucking just straight up bragging. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, he's just bragging. But, at but this point. specifically, I think the most important part is that he has um like a master spell. It's a supreme like barrier that like keeps all the different dimensions from from pouring over into Earth. So, like, he's like, yeah, obviously it doesn't work all the time, a.k.a. did you see the War of the Realms? But, like, you know, the, the, mm. like it, it ultimately keeps the Earth from being devoured by... Shit yeah, we being devoured by multiple dimensions a day, you know? Um, and then, as he's, like, leaving this lecture, uh, Dormammu's kid, Doyle. Doyle Mamu. <laughs> Doyle Dormammu. We, have, we haven't talked about Doyle in so long. I know. Yeah. I love Doyle Babu. Uh, but but Doyle is like, hey, but I can't I can't feel the dark dimension. I don't I haven't been able to talk to my dad. Something's Some something's up. fucking up and I don't like it. It's mm-hmm. not good. And he's like, okay. Well, I'll I'll Doyle look into part. it. And then as he's promising to look into it, a bunch of limbo demons uh in baseball uniforms. Uh, in old time baseball uniforms. <laughs> old timey so baseball great. uniforms. Yeah, yeah, they they like um uh, <laughs> they manifest themselves on the baseball diamond in they Strange feel Academy. They dreams themselves into this reality. <laughs> Field of nightmares. <laughs> nice. But yeah, like yeah, it's, him and Ileana Yeah, Ileana's like, this is a bit quickly. embarrassing. I am the Sorcerer Supreme of Limbo. Uh, this is my shit. I'll deal is with it. Is that new news that she's a Sorcerer Supreme? Is that like, leg- is she just saying something like, or is that an actual... I don't know because she's there's, she's like there's, the leader of Limbo. Well, there's alternate. Right? Yeah, That's she like, is. She the queen. was the ruler of Limbo. She's been the ruler yeah. of Limbo for a long time. But Doctor which I guess Strange does make her that, the Sorcerer Supreme, right? Because that's a different dimension, right? Like, yeah, Doctor Strange just talked about earlier in the in the issue how there's different Sorcerer Supremes for every realm or whatever. So maybe that's just kind of. Th- this is like the announcement, see, like the, oh, that's who so she like, is. Because type people of thing. were wondering, uh, she's always. You know, she always has her name thrown in the hat for source for like replacements for Doctor Strange. But if she's already sorcerer, she's already Supreme, got a realm. Mean she can't. That be? means she needs to get a replacement for Limbo so she can be sorcerer. Yeah, Supreme she would Limbo. have to. Yeah. She would have to probably give up. She probably One can't of those be demons that both knows the, the harmonica. <laughs> or just the starting pitcher of this baseball yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to get the the Bryce Harper <laughs> yes. of the demons, and then just make him. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, whoever wins MVP of the Demon Baseball League, they I want to see the Demon Baseball Supreme. game now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting Space Jam vibes, and I'm, I'm here names. for it. It's, they have to <laughs> oh, fight the X Men. Fantastic. Oh, obviously, yeah. Um, in but they have to fight them in baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, whoever yeah, wins be, uh, just wins like the realm. And the- yeah, they're yeah, you're <laughs> game over for everything. <laughs> uh, so th- then it goes through real quick and does like a like a panel like a like a quick montage of the rest of his day, and he's just f- also him sitting on the couch eating with bats. It's so, so cute because like so even cute. even a ghost even dog the- will beg for your sandwich. That's <laughs> that's what this beg for your sandwich and lay on your leg. I, and I love it. Oh my god, it's so great. And then he plays chess with like a billion eyed like like Sogoth uh, fucking <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lovecraftian. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Lovecraftian eldritch gods playing fucking <laughs> and then at one point he's just like at a bodega and there's like there's like a robbery yeah. that happens but it's just like, okay, you picked a bad bodega to rob my dude that's just the sorcerer supremes in there yeah, that's just that's just that's bad luck, just sends him to that's hell. Just bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh no can't you just put me in fucking uh, uh rikers yeah <laughs> i'd rather be stuck in rikers <laughs> just, oh and, he, and then he fights like 
albino alligators in the sewer and just like it's just yeah, this whole like, he's got a f- it's just like a, a day a which is obscene day. my dude yeah and then the, he he finishes his day with a nice like foot soak in what i can only describe <laughs> as cthulhu water um yeah that's what it looks <laughs> like yep. that's a great description tentacles and epsom salts you know i'll bet they do wonders those little suckle sucklers they, you know that's i'll bet they they're, they're killing it don't like uh, that word at all <laughs> but I, like, I like it this where um someone knocks at the door and he's like oh i guess i have to get it because wong is at life drawing class and bats is playing chess in the park oh, it's like so all right sure of course he is <laughs> yeah, but, but here we go again with bats in i guess new bats can be seen i guess bats can just be seen by anybody yeah i guess when yeah, he wants just to 616 yeah. new yorkers have fucking seen everything man yeah they're so the dead spider inside. man lives in that goddamn city <laughs> yeah what's a ghost dog to them they're f- it's nothing it's nothing <laughs> But yeah, so he enters the door and gets a creepy smile and gets shot in the face. Yeah, yeah, Basically. he gets, he gets magic. No, doesn't he get yeah. daggered? I know, right? Well, daggered. yeah, he gets he gets. Oh yeah, he gets shot. Yeah, he got right. shot in the face and like stuck to the wall with a a yeah. force so powerful that he like he he recognizes it. It's like an overwhelming, inconceivable and power that's exist. so familiar. But it shouldn't yeah. exist. Um, and yeah, he gets pinned to the wall and then stabbed with the dagger. So like real, real classic murder. Um, and then like everyone <laughs> feels it right when it happens. Like uh, there's like a disturbance in the force for every person. Like, that's all magical people the or anyone like yeah, yeah. Like, but also like yeah, people, all magical people and and Reed, Reed Richards. Richards and um his old assistant. I can't remember her name. The um the uh. The librarian. Um, yeah, I remember. Well, her. she's in Strange Academy. She's she? in Strange Academy, but I don't think she actually knows magic. I think she's just like a keeper of the t- the texts. Um, oh. But maybe that makes her there, magic too. I don't know. Speaking of old assistants, there's something going on with uh, Clay. Uh, Clay. Clay. Whatever. He keeps looking at a picture of her through like the whole issue. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, that's a thing. So maybe she. Go oh yeah, that's a good. Point. I like that Wong was at a life drawing class. Yeah, that's fun. That's cute. He's just looking at boobies. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a monk, you know. You gotta gotta find a way you to look at boobies somehow. You gotta get it somehow. You might um, as well enrich yourself. But as they're all like standing around his body and trying to figure out. Also, oh, poor Bats. He's like, he's not gone. He's not gone. Is he going to go back? It's like, oh, my And he's just oh, howling. Such a, do- such a dog. But as they're doing that, uh, fucking Baron Mordo shows up. He's like, no one kills this motherfucker but me. Okay? <laughs> he's got to, we got to bring him back so I can kill his ass. This isn't, like, I, we, not okay. Like, he's just real Th- That's That's such a no one can make fun of my little brother but me kind of a thing. It's, it's yeah. such yeah. a, so cute. the Joker has to be the one to kill Batman. It's the exact same, right. like, yeah. dynamic. Um, Dude, and then yeah, then they get the call in the Avengers card, and they're like, everything is everything fucked. is bad all the time. All the, all the everything is coming into our dimension. The purple dimension fucked. has claimed the Gobi Desert. China is already threatening to nuke them. The sixth dimension has raised a fortress in Peru. The sunken city of Kalumesh has resurrected <laughs> off the coast of England. <laughs> the like, walls fuck. in the fourth like- precinct are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> And then I just nice. love, because, like, again, we have this whole dialogue about Koshai the Deathless, and he's like, yeah, I didn't do that, but I got close. Uh, yeah. And then he just, he's like, he 
because they made a joke earlier. He comes out and says Zounds. Oh yeah, Wong, Wong uh, was like, he, I haven't heard a Zounds from you in quite a while. Yeah, and he comes out talking about like, how much he's changed, and it's just like, yeah, it's like yeah, he's you, you become so pedestrian in your old age. Yeah. It's like you don't you don't have that like goofy ancient ones speak anymore. And yeah, so yeah, exactly. Zounds. So they they resurrect or like he just walks out of a dimension. A a original OG Doctor Strange, like he's like first appearance. Yeah, yeah. Fuck man, not not Kirby. Also, Storinko. Like I was thinking, he looks very Storinko well, era. Dicko is the yeah. Dick, Dicko created and, him. And so yeah, Dicko. The less mention of Storinko, the better. Yeah, that's fair. Let's, let's call it it's a Dicko. Because he's pretty much like, uh, if I'm here, some shit's real bad. Yeah, but yes. Tell me what year it but, is, and let's but specifically, get to work. <laughs> he says, if I have been released, then it, the worst must have happened. We must move quickly. There isn't much time. Tell me what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in that voice, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it does conjure that uh, that uh, Doctor Orpheus voice. Yeah. By yeah. the deathless Vashanti, like that whole vibe. Fetch me my blue windbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, shit. Oh, man. All right. It was good. I really liked This was a fun... I mean, of course it, it was. It was, was Jed McKay. Comic. That's our boy. That's our fucking boy. Dude, I know. He writes such fun comics. Yeah. I just yeah. love... There's the, so much the fun. The heart of it is murder mystery. Yeah. It's yeah, such that's a true. different take than most big things. And it's a murder mystery yeah. that's going to be solved by Doctor Strange. I, I love that. That's He's why solving I like, his hmm. own murder. Yeah. yeah, old school Doctor Strange is going to solve new school Doctor Strange's murder. And I, I, that's the yeah when like all the customers were like, oh, when's he coming back? And I'm like, at the end of the issue, you fucking doof. Yeah, you <laughs> <nuts>. <laughs> What are you new? Come on. Yeah, he was. On, he bro. died for all of like six minutes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not even six yeah. pages. Yeah. We're like. Yeah. How? Yeah. However long it took you to read this comic, that's yeah. It didn't take that long. <laughs> yeah, I, I like so that we're gonna get some like some old school Doctor Strange action. Mm-hmm. With all the new characters yeah. too, so it should be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, he's just like, where, where did this ghost dog come from? <laughs> Dude, his yeah, students at Strange are Academy gonna are gonna be in for a surprise. They're gonna fucking roast his ass, my dude. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, roast that old phobia. Also, like you know, they don't have to turn in those assignments because this guy doesn't even know. That yeah, he, he doesn't know. Them. Dude, he's barely at that fucking school anyway. <laughs> yeah, he knows that shit. You know what I mean? The mindless ones running that. Yeah, Doctor Voodoo's still gonna. It's the mindful crack ones. Thank you mindful very one. much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't besmirch their name. They're adorable. Sorry, the mindless ones are the go- one going in the event, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that Dormammu? Yep. That's oh shit. Doyle, be like, yo, Dormammu, what's up? Why do you why are you killing all these people? <laughs> <laughs> why are you tagging scrolls for some reason? But J- Jed McKay is such a good such a good pick for Doctor Strange. Yeah, it fits. It fits really well. Yeah. Well, yeah, doing- and I, I can tell that he wanted to write him because he put Doctor Strange and Bats in Black Cat. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah I feel like yeah. that was his pitch of like, hey, Marvel, look what I can do. Yo, I can make this yeah. work. Yeah, but that, that was back when they were fighting the giant ball of goo over the Empire State Building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that was in or what, the, the Chrysler fucking- Building, if you prefer. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I said the Chrysler Building. I can't even remember the fucking name of that event. Uh, uh, uh it was that Venom thing. Yeah. Uh, King of Black. No King of Black. King of Black. King of Black. Yeah, you know it. that thing that encompassed like two whole years of our lives. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember it because I didn't. I didn't it was a read bit a ton of it. Anywho, I what do we got coming next week? 
Um, record breaking spawn three twenty two party every fucking time every, every fucking time. Yep, that's every right. Time. For twenty two um, months now, you've been making this joke. <laughs> yeah, and guess what? It's never gonna end until spawn ends. So <laughs> buckle in. And speaking of which, we got Black Cat number ten. Uh, moving right along. Nice. Oh, hey. Um, detective. Oh, we get the uh, Deathstroke Incorporated. The uh, um, a Black Canary teaming up with Deathstroke. So that's gonna be our. That'll pick. be fun. Um. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> uh Thorn Thorn Wolverine looks like comes out. Department of Truth, uh, uh and another oh Tynan. I forget which one. Um Something is killing Hell Zero. yeah. Fuck yeah. Both of them. There they are. Inferno! Robin. How do we forget Inferno? RJ, where are you we with the X-Men? We just rem- we just remembered it. <laughs> I feel like every time we talk about what's coming out next week, RJ's like, fucking X-Men! Holy and shit. it's like, oh yeah, okay. And another sword book. Oh, sword. Yep, yep. yep. The finale, I believe, is of Die. Ooh, shit. So that's, a that's number 20. Uh, that's upsetting. Harley Quinn. Yeah. TMNT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some shit. Uh, um, what else we got? Robin. Did you already say Robin? Robin's coming. Yeah, Darkhawk. Lock and Key, Hell and Gone. Ooh, okay. Adventure Man's back. Oh, yeah. that's That's been gone for a minute. Um, Echo Land's number two. We talked about that. Yeah. Gotta read that shit sideways. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I gotta say, love that book. Really annoying to shelve it. Really fucking annoying. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> as a as a reader, love it. As a retailer, hate it. <laughs> uh, I think that that that's the I most. It's about all of oh, our sh- our things. Wait, this isn't real. Yeah. Cool. All right then. Dude, there's a Willy's Wonderland comic. Yo, that's fun. That Nick Cage movie has a comic. That's fun. That's fun as fuck. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Continue. (laughs) Well, that's this week's comics. You can go out and buy those right now and then come back next week when we talk about them when they're last week's comics. Yeah. Consider joining our Patreon for just... Three measly dollars every month, you get a ton of content, including us talking about um, books that are out in trade. Stuff that we don't usually get to talk about on a weekly basis, but stuff that's out in trade. Or soon, hint, something that we have talked about on this show, but we're very bad at it because it was at the beginning. So that's a little hint for you guys on what's coming in the future. We might even even tease it. We might even... Give you a little free preview. We're not sure yet. We haven't decided. Yeah, I think we're, we're, thinking we're gonna try it. to. Yeah. And for a couple extra, for two extra dollars a month, you can yell at us at Discord about everything we get wrong. So you should come. Yeah, do join no, our Discord. Real. Our Discord <laughs> also, where it's at, man. Honestly, like, like, let us know if we like misgender someone or like <laughs> say their name wrong or like get some continuity wrong. Like, that's what we need y'all for. This is a crowdsourced because yeah. we're bad journalists. <laughs> Well, or if you just want to talk about comics, you can come do that too. Just a, a lot, a lot of listening to a podcast is is shouting into a void, feeling like a ghost, feeling like a ghost in the room. And the cure for that is bug us on Discord. Yeah, we want we yeah, want to be y'all's time. friends. It's uh, it's yeah, fun. We do. Yeah, we've had some great fin- fan interaction over the last couple of weeks. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. So the more the merrier. Come join Hell us. Yeah. Yeah, we've got we've got a lot of cool listeners, and you're one of them. So come and hang out with us on the Discord. Make my phone make a sound, and then I'll be like, "Hey, listener, that's how it works. That's how that's that easy." What a riveting interaction! <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, do, c- c- come on into the dueling genre world. There's there's plenty there's plenty of great other shows on dueling genre that 
I think are great. You don't need to get podcasts from anywhere else. You get it all right here at Dueling Genre. You can listen to Theme Park This, where they retheme, where they come up with uh, theme parks based on pop culture stuff. Uh, Rachel and I were on the Muppets episode. It was a fucking blast. So go check that out. Um, also, re- really excited. We just, uh, Dueling Genre just picked up a Doom Patrol podcast. Uh, mm, yeah, talk about the Doom Patrol yeah, show. Yeah, so really excited for That's that. Awesome. That's super fun. What is that one called? It's Doom yeah. Patrol Radio? Doom Patrol Radio, yeah. yeah. They just joined up. Um, we'll definitely have to link up with those dudes and talk about some Doom yeah, Patrol. Yeah, if there was ever a good reason to do a crossover. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's a match made in heaven. Yeah. And uh, speaking of crossovers, uh, Franchiseography um, just finished up going through the entire X-Men franchise. And I got to talk about Deadpool 2 and Cable with them. God bless them. So, yeah. That, it's a... It's a lot. I also edited a lot of those episodes. So, yeah. C- c- come come join the Dueling Genre family. Support us. Do it. Listen to podcasts. <laughs> uh, do it, please. Thank you. I forgot my way out of this. Um, so, yeah. Go do all of that and uh, come back next Wednesday and listen to us again. And, yeah. Shit. I don't know what is wrong with me today. Did you forget how to end the show? I forgot how to end the show. <laughs> we're, we're stuck here we're forever. Trapped. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we can Deuces, never see stop. It. Deuces. See you next week, y'all. <laughs> so yeah, so, uh, so, so go, go, go to Dueling Genre. Go listen to some more podcasts. Come back next week when we do this again and we talk about last week's comics. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, still from the short box. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>